I will say that weeks like this are when I'm very glad to have the podcast because this is an album that I, I would be annoying everyone around me wanting to talk to if I <laughs> didn't have this. <laughs> I mean, this is a public service, really, so that <laughs> I don't have to talk about this to everyone I meet. Go to the pub and just <laughs> hunt down random people and be like, have you heard <laughs> the new Young Fathers record? And welcome to Unmuted Unmastered, I'm Will, and this is the heaviest music podcast on the internet. Today I'm joined by James. Hello. And Elle. Hiya. In this week's episode, we're going to be reviewing the new album from Young Fathers. We've got the upcoming releases you need to know about, but first, let's get into the news. Uh, A bit of a fun one, I guess fun one, this week. Uh, There's been a, a bit of a Twitter altercation between... Uh, Dave Davis of the Kinks uh, and Twitter and Elon Musk. One of his previous tweets, uh, which just reads, check out the Kinks officials video, hashtag TikTok, and then has a link, uh, got flagged uh, with one of Twitter's little like information tags that says, we put a warning on this tweet because it might have sensitive content. Um, to which... Dave Davis wasn't too happy. He wrote on Twitter, Dear Elon Musk, would Twitter please stop putting warnings on everything from the kinks? We are just trying to promote our kinks music (laughs) at the kinks. Hashtag the kinks 60. And then he followed it up with, just in case you weren't sure what he was talking about, the kinks are a brand name. We have been called the kinks since 1963. Which, I just thought this was a, a fun fun thing to think about because obviously it's kind of everything's changed over the last 20 years where even in the early 2000s and late 90s people weren't necessarily thinking about is our band name or our music titles all going to translate to the online space because people were still thinking oh well you go to a store and you buy a record it doesn't really matter but you found even bands from kind of that era when the internet was coming through like chuk 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 who spelt their name with three exclamation marks like you can't search for that other bands like from the 80s the the how are you supposed to find those but it's just yeah things have just gone weird since the internet came about yeah and it's like back in the day you don't have I don't know signs in the the record store having posters like this is the warning don't read this band name um yeah so it's, it's a weird it's a weird time to be in i understand why it's coming up on twitter like like that obviously like putting a warning on that so uh, other things that actually should have warnings have the warnings is a good thing i think um but i do understand their frustration they just want to be this innocently, you know, just want to promote their stuff. But yeah, it's interesting. You would think that someone from Twitter would see this and put just a blanket, like, okay on anything they post with the word kinks in it. But didn't he let, like, all of the employees, didn't he just, like, fire them all? Maybe there's no one left and it's just him behind, (laughs) like, a screen, just like, no, I hate the kinks. Well, according to the newspapers, he fired most people, and then they just had a recent push where, um, over the Super Bowl, someone else was more popular than him on Twitter, and so he got them all to work, like, ridiculous hours, like, at a weekend, to rewrite all of the algorithms to make sure that everyone saw Elon Musk's tweets. That's an interesting so, yeah. one. <laughs> it's a mad time over there at Twitter. Right, let's get on to our review for this week. We're looking at Heavy Heavy by Young Fathers, released on the 3rd of February 2023 on Ninja Tune. The album's 10 tracks long and clocks in at 32 minutes and 40 seconds. Let's start with some general thoughts on this record. James, would you like to kick us off? Um, I'll put a blanket comment here. I really loved the 
influence in this album, especially that African influence. This is very obvious and it's weaved into the album so, so well. I love the vocals and I love how they change up so much. And you get that African sound, but you also get a more modern pop sound to them as well. And it's not just singing, it's spoken words. Sometimes it's like that singing, talking kind of um, grey area as well. Um, I, I hear the lyrics coming through. I hear them this week and I really enjoy them. Um, and how how they interact or play against the the tones of the um in the instruments as well it's really quite interesting um there's a nice variety of claps which is a good thing on this podcast if you have some nice claps then you gotta have a good album um i like the length as well um i didn't feel like i was tired like halfway through we're kind of like in there and we're out there and i thought that yeah, it just really played well for the album. Something that I didn't like so much. Well, this is not really didn't like so much, but I did feel like the album, It when you listen to it, you probably want a bit more volume to this one, so it opens up a bit more, possibly having it on speakers or... I don't know, I just felt, I felt like that for this one. But some other things I didn't quite like was some of the tracks didn't have... didn't really feel like they had something to grab onto. They, I guess it's my um, experience with songs that generally have part A, part B, or uh, chorus, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, etc. This didn't really have that structure, which can be a good thing sometimes, but I just wasn't feeling it for this record. And in a similar vein, some of these songs, especially towards the end, I think that the start didn't really do this as much, but towards the end, it had quite a few abrupt endings for one or two of the songs yeah it worked but when they kept doing that I just felt like the, these these ideas could have been developed a little bit more but saying that all in all I really just loved the sound of it and the variety they bring and the all sorts of stuff they bring to the the album um, and tones and effects it just it was just lovely L. yeah I really liked this album um I thought it was really joyful, which I wasn't expecting uh, going into it, but I was yeah very pleasantly surprised by that. And it's one that I've enjoyed more and more on re-listens. I do kind of get what you're saying, James. There were, yeah, there were definitely songs where I was like, oh, this feels quite sudden. And for me, that sometimes interrupted the overall flow and narrative of the album. I suppose that was kind of like my main criticism was that the album as a kind of cohesive thing it didn't feel like a story necessarily in the same way which is also like partly personal preference I just like when an album feels like there's a real journey from the first track to the last track Um, and there are definitely through lines throughout the album um, both lyrically and sonically but it just didn't perhaps feel as cohesive and natural in the flow of it that being said, I did still really enjoy it. I thought it was gorgeous. I also, yeah, really loved the different influences. I thought they were brought in really well in quite unique ways that just really worked. I also loved with the vocals, you got lots of different vocals coming through, which was really nice. Again, kind of keeps it interesting and exciting. And it, yeah, just kind of, it just felt really fun. And even like tracks or lyrics where there was perhaps like a slightly more negative tone or influence, even then it was almost like a, yeah, but you're still finding the joy in this, which made it really lovely to listen to. I also really liked how lyrically there was a lot of repetition um, and almost like it became like mantras, which was just really nice because you kind of feel like it's like, oh yeah, you you can keep going, you can keep doing this, there's still, you know, light at the end of the tunnel, all of those kind of things. Um, Which, yeah, that kind of almost like chanting and the repetition lends itself to that kind of interpretation of it being like a, not really a call to action, but I guess like a call to joy, an ode to joy, if you will. But yeah, I really loved it. Yeah, I listened to this album for the first time two 
weekends ago, which was, I think, probably like the first time we'd had good weather at a weekend. I listened to it walking to the shops. And it, I mean, for me, it it was just like one of those moments that kind of sticks with you where your ITEL, it does have this joyous energy to it. And a lot of the time the lyrics do in the repetition, in the way they're delivered, kind of transform into mantras. And that actually fits really nicely with kind of the themes of the album. And we'll kind of get more into that later. But yeah, for for me, that this, I think, is a, I mean, one of the best albums I've heard in, in a long time. There's kind of deep, interesting rhythms and elements play interestingly, kind of rhythmically off of each other. You've got really dense arrangements with interesting textures that you wouldn't really think to maybe put together obviously there's as with kind of their last album there's there are big electronic elements there are big kind of hip-hop influences and stuff coming from r&b but also you know kind of some more traditional music styles kind of like james you're alluding to but it all comes together on this one, and it gives you a catharsis that I didn't get from Coco Sugar, their previous album, where I felt like that album was really good at crafting kind of a, like a hook, but it always felt like things were building, 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 and you never got that big payoff. And on this one, straight out of the gate, that first track, you get like this big ending to it. So yeah, overall, this this was one of those moments where kind of an album almost catches you off guard and and really becomes meaningful to to you in a way that I wasn't expecting and and that's how I felt about this record that it was it yeah it really spoke to me should we start with that that first track rice which opens the album and it it does set that scene of having hope being this theme throughout the whole record and there's this lyric that I really liked where they say um these hands can heal and then it says clean hands can heal so it it's kind of saying that you know we can actually do things like we have the power to make things better but then also it, it adds on that extra line after repeating that previous one clean hands can heal so it's talking about kind of like we can make a difference but also like we need the right people to be doing these things and i i think at this point in time with obviously there's there's kind of lots of stuff that's been going on with the police in this country and and in other countries as well and with governments as well and where where it feels like there are the wrong people in charge of these decisions and we need kind of clean hands to kind of take the reins and actually make a difference and i that really sat with me yeah no i also um wrote down that lyric because I really liked it for the same reasons, especially as kind of part of that opening track as well. It, like you said, really sets the tone for the album. I also just wrote down Big Joy with lots of exclamation marks because that's just kind of what it really felt like, which isn't perhaps the most insightful, but I think is quite indicative of like the general tone and vibe. It is just very joyful. It's also, yeah, there's this kind of, like you said, call to action and it being like the right people instigating that action and those kind of things um but it's also got lyrics like um i need to eat more rice and it'll take some time and it's all right and those kind of things which i liked that it had that balance of it being like you know it's important that we have these actions and we have healing things but also those little moments like just eating some more rice or like just like the day-to-day you don't have to change the world immediately by yourself you can do these kind of little things that bring you joy and those are also really important and I just really liked it I thought as well like every time I came back and re-listened to the album I thought it was just such a good opening track it just was like everything I wanted from the opening track in like setting the tone kind of like bigging you up and just feeling really really fun and I think yeah kind of going back to what you were saying James like feeling like it needed to be played aloud like on a speaker or something like this track really like felt like that to me I felt like I needed to kind of share it with people and have it 
like blasting out like old school 80s boombox on my shoulders like that kind of vibe um it was just really fun yeah this was definitely a an interesting one to open with uh a lovely one to open with i say lovely because yeah the sound was lovely it was soulful it was heartwarming but then yeah you go into those lyrics and you do have those lyrics like eating rice but a lot of their lyrics are talking about trying to make change and themes of death and drugs are mentioned as well and I think you could easily go through that song to thinking oh this is a lovely joyful song and you could probably go through the whole album like that but once you dive into those lyrics you're like okay there is actually a message to this which some albums don't have that message and if they do have that message it feels too on the nose but this feels like a normal person talking like maybe not like a normal person talking like the language they're using but they feel genuine the message feels genuine to pull us back a bit to the more the kind of musical elements in in that track i really liked how they they set up the rhythm that's going to kind of become the main focal point of the song earlier on by carving out the space for it with the bass and the vocals where they they kind of play around where those that kind of main rhythm when the claps come in uh where that's gonna sit so it, it gives you the expectation and it, it gives you that kind of weightless feeling and then when it does come in it starts to hit with kind of the claps driving it with other percussion like bongos coming in underneath the the kick which is really really punchy on this track all just kind of builds up and yeah gives you that that really strong feeling of kind of forward propulsion i think another track that has that feeling of moving is the second track um and i think a lot of the tracks do but the second one um i saw has this like walking bass it's just like i believe it's one note throughout the whole whole song um this bass just like trotting along but it's like so much happening over the top of it um i love the talking singing sort of thing it felt really quirky i guess um but it it was impactful the, the tone of it was impactful it felt different it felt like it was supposed to be there the, i really enjoyed the like the effects they used on the vocals like a distorted sound um which i don't think we see too much of throughout the album but yeah, they just play it up a bit. And I think I think it is just there are other things happening in the song, but it's is that consistency of the vocals and the bass carrying you along through the track, which I really enjoyed. Yeah, no, I really liked the vocals as well. And I think yeah, it's that they felt authentic even when there's distortion and I think that in other tracks as well, even when there is distortion or other things happening or layers and texture everything still feels very authentic and very intentional um which kind of means that that the message they're putting out that thematic thing of like finding hope and you know taking care and all of those kind of things feels very genuine it doesn't feel like cliche or contrived it just feels like a real genuine friend speaking to you um but in the form of like a really good album, um, which is, yeah, it just feels like a real treat. Um, and this is where I kind of like first started to pick up on like that mantra idea because there's the lyric, uh, brush your teeth, wash your face, which is repeated. And that to me was where I was like, oh, this really feels like a mantra. Um, and that's where I kind of enjoyed like hearing that same element of repetition in other tracks because it almost it feels like a chant but not in a not in like a weird cult way <laughs> in like a we're all in this together kind of way i couldn't quite figure out those lines at the end brush your teeth wash your face run away because either you could kind of see it as that call to action of kind of kind of saying and it links in maybe with some of the other stuff that happens earlier in the song about not getting drawn into these things like not letting other people spin this narrative and you kind of fall into their game so maybe you could read it as kind of like taking a reset for yourself and not getting 
bogged down by all of these things. Or also in previously in the song they they've kind of mentioned this idea of kind of being bystanders and turning a blind eye to the things that are happening. So I think you can kind of read it in either way and it works in service of the track which I think just speaks to how great that kind of phrase is and it it really works well at the end of that track. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think as well, you kind of get that. um, There's all of that. I can't remember what they call it, but like that fatigue essentially you get from the fact that we're so overloaded with with information that we're so exposed to the news. We hear so many horrible stories of what's happening globally, um, especially over the past couple of years that it feels like you are just completely powerless and there's nothing you can do and that can feel very uh, isolating and I think this the kind of offer to run away is in some ways like an escape like it you know relinquish your responsibilities get away from it but it's also feels like a kind of reassurance of saying like you don't have to take on everything you're not responsible for every single thing that's happening at all times across the globe like it's okay to just be in your circle and be living within that which is why I like like throughout the album as well like in Rice and other, elsewhere there are those kind of little references to more mundane everyday trivialities and like the joy in them or like the mundanity of those and things like that so the idea of like rooting for and hoping for big change and having that call to action but also that balance of saying like it's all right if you're if you're exhausted and you just want to blast some fun music and have a good time for a bit like that's okay yeah and i think you can see that mirrored in the music as well because james you were talking about on ic how it does have this very steady tempo and kind of kind of plodding sense to it and and the other place where i feel like that comes back is in shoot me down the kind of middle section of that is this kind of really steady beat with these kind of repeating high-pitched vocals over it. On either side of that, you've got kind of the other extremes of this album where the intro is this very, like, hip-hop-inspired, like, sample with a, like, beat underneath that feels very kind of modern hip-hop with rapid kicks and this huge pitch-bending 808 bass. And then the other side of it, you get kind of this um, kind of epic kind of scale almost kind of cinematic feeling type sound um with the they keep on missing me refrain that comes in and and that's mirrored on some of the other tracks where yeah we get this kind of steadiness and kind of everyday like mundane feeling but also we get these huge moments of kind of euphoria and joy and gratitude coming through um, and I really like how those things kind of sit together on the same album and still feel like they're working towards the same goal. Yeah, Shoot Me Down has that, has that feeling of it really building up at the end. Um, I, think, I think this is where I might have wanted it to last a bit longer and build up and gradually come back down um, rather than ending that quickly. But... Yeah, I I really enjoyed how it just built up in it. I, I, it sounds weird, but yeah, it's just how the way it wasn't it wasn't like too crazy to begin with, but it it felt it felt like it felt every day, you know. Um, and then yeah, it built up, which was good. Another track I think hits on that level of kind of scale is "Tell Somebody," where it it does have this really cinematic feel to it. It it almost sounds like uh, I feel like this is a, something I pull to mind quite often, but I don't know if other people have the same feeling. Of you know the trailers, not lo- like the actual trailers, but when you're going to see a movie at the cinema, it's like the all of the sound design ones where it's like, oh, you're listening in Dolby yeah. Vision, or there's the one that's like <laughs> where the it lo- it's, it looks like a like a shoelace like sweet thing but it's the stitching on a seat going through and it's like designed to show off the sound system like it has that feeling to it sound almost sounds like an m83 song at times but it's all created oh my god this. i wrote that exact thing down but the difference Sorry, is I interrupted you, but yeah. <laughs> that's right 
it's being created with this organ and like reverbed vocals and drums and it, it gives almost like a religious underpinning to that kind of theatricality to the song i i love how it, it all feels so physical like the i don't know if they they've actually kind of sp spread the sound of the organ across the sound stage or maybe it's just the way the dynamics are playing off of each other but it sounds huge like you're actually in the space and yeah this song yeah it just blows the whole scale of the album up yeah i thought it was amazing because it you get those first three tracks which are all really fun and definitely not like the same <laughs> but they have that kind of similar i guess cadence maybe i don't really know this felt like a real left turn but in a really intentional and well executed way um i loved like you were saying will everything they did sonically with it and also how the lyrics then emulate that so the lyric of you scream because you know it's a long way down and it feels like you are like you could scream in this space but it would just stretch and not quite hit everything because it is such a I don't know cavernous space it feels like the song exists in I thought it was gorgeous it was one of my favorites kind of unexpectedly it feels like quite a nice little interlude within the album but we get like the joy of it being like an actual track and I just yeah I thought it was gorgeous and kind of offers like another perspective or voice or like way of voicing that joy and that gratitude and all of those themes that come out of the album but in like a very different way to what has come before and also I guess what comes after as well none of the other tracks quite mimic this one in that way yeah for me this track sold me because of that epicness um and also the the vocals like the like secondary like backing vocals with the yeah just giving some more like instrumentation but through through the voice um it did veer away from that uh like african influence at the start of the track which we were getting at one two three but it did kind of go back into that but brought more pop pure sounds into it weaved that in really well and just brought this big sound which i loved i really enjoyed how tell somebody goes into geronimo which is the next track because geronimo was the first lead single that came out for the record as far as i remember and it didn't really capture me at the time, like listening to it in a vacuum. But in the context of the album, it, it just kind of boosts it up so much to the point where when the final kind of section comes in, there's just so much emotional weight behind it. And this is one of the ones where I don't really know what the lyrics are trying to get at, like I didn't, couldn't really pass them properly. But just the feeling of it, and when you've had these moments already, like tell somebody kind of building you up, you've had kind of the the kind of euphoria of rice and drum also has that kind of frenetic dance energy to it and then you get to the end of geronimo and it just it really packs a punch even if you don't really know like what it's trying to say with it yeah i also really liked geronimo i didn't know it was one of the like the first singles which yeah feels i don't know like a choice um because like you said i think it works so well within the album itself um and particularly position between shoot me down and tell somebody i think it it sits really interestingly there i yeah also i was like i don't really know what you're trying to say with the lyrics but it felt very much like a kind of almost like a reckoning with the idea that you never quite know what you're doing there's always like this attempt at trying but it doesn't always succeed and that's just kind of how life goes um and how there's always this kind of like push and pull and like get on get off type thing but yeah I didn't really quite know what they were trying to say but I enjoyed the track so much that I was like ask grand I'll still listen to it and I think yeah the way that they've layered the sounds is really well done and particularly like the texture that comes through as it builds and then when you reach the end 
you suddenly realize how much has happened within the track but it didn't feel forced at any point or like they just came in with like a wall of sound it feels well crafted um but in a way that's still really complex yeah for for me yeah this this one has some interesting lyrics like same i don't really fully understand them but they still feel really personal they talk about family members in it and yeah they just made it feel personal but then you get on that get on get off stuff it had that chanting feel to it again of this repetition which was really cool but i also enjoyed how it started with like this whispering and singing um or talking and it was just very interesting and like i said already at the start of this there's so much variety with vocals and this is just one of the examples of it James, you mentioned them talking about family, and I think one of the main themes, obviously, we've kind of talked about that hope and the kind of joyousness. But the other one that I I really picked out from this is this kind of message that you kind of need to reach out and take things you want from life, which in in and of itself is not particularly, like, new or interesting. But they kind of tack different bits onto it in different songs, so... Um, if you listen to Sink or Swim, they they kind of make this point that you need to do that, but you should be doing it as a community with your loved ones rather than doing it just by yourself, and that it doesn't really mean anything just doing it all by yourself. I really liked that because it felt like over the course of the album where they do kind of meant hit on it on Geronimo with kind of the family elements... Um, and in the final lines of Be Your Lady, the last track on the album, they have this uh, lyric that gets repeated in different accents. Can I take £10 worth of living out the bank, please? It feels like they're building on the... They they plant the seed of a concept, and then they build on it in different ways over the course of the album to make this kind of bigger picture. I think that that's how you do kind of thematic elements in an album right, where instead of just kind of having a theme and... I'm going to write a a whole album about kind of, it's all going to be about love and every song's about love. And I'm going to sing about this one girl in our relationship. Maybe that can work in a storytelling aspect, but for the themes to work, it, it, it's just so much better when you build on them and add different aspects and elements over the course of the record. And this one manages to do it with multiple themes and build them satisfyingly. I, I feel over the course of, only about 30 minutes which i think is really impressive yeah no i really like what you said there about the kind of community feel and how they bring that in um because i think yeah that is like a core part of the album that idea like that the gratitude and the hope exists because of the community like that's intrinsically connected um and i really liked i kind of noted down on lots of different tracks that the different Firstly, like the different influences, um, like genre influences and things like that. I really liked how that kind of built. And they crafted songs that showed how you can create something really beautiful that actually has links and history in a lot of different places and in a lot of different ways. Um, And then also vocally, you get lots of different vocal sounds um, and different contributions there, which again, it feels like that community feel particularly on ovulation i don't know if i'm saying that right anyway but i really that was one of my favorite tracks um because you get this guest singer almost and it feels yeah just very much like although this is an album that they have created and they have crafted it exists in part because of the community they've built around them as well and i think it's just really gorgeous i think that that theme of um community doesn't just come through the lyrics but also i mean you, you had already mentioned it but um through the vocals as well i think it's holy moly and be your lady um where you kind of i might be hearing this wrong but this is why i heard it's like you hear the types of vocals that you've heard already throughout the album into this into the one song and you hear like not cacophony but just like those vocals are coming from everywhere and it's just kind of like speaking to each other and that 
just now reminded me of community as you mentioned it yeah it's just especially holy moly it's like there's so much percussion and rhythm to it and sounds and vocals they they're they should be clashing really but they're working really well together um i just really enjoyed that the song Ululation or Ululation, I don't know how to pronounce it either, uh, actually has quite a nice story about it where apparently, so the woman singing on it texted one of the band members to say they'd been having a fight with their significant other, like, could they, like, come and stay for a bit? And they said, yeah, but we're recording at the moment, so you ha- you can come, but you have to just sit there silently. Apparently she was humming along to the track, and one of them heard it, and they they got a mic set up and and they asked her to sing um apparently so she's singing about gratitude and and i think the nice thing about this song is you don't at all need to understand what she's saying in the lyrics to be able to hear that like it's immediately obvious from just the tone of voice and how she's performing it yeah it just plays really really well that's so lovely i did not know the backstory but that's so nice um, and you're right, her voice is such a beautiful instrument in itself that you just feel that emotion coming from her. Because, yeah, I don't know what she's... I don't know what the lyrics um, mean or translate to. But, yeah, you say they kind of, they're about gratitude makes so much sense and it is like a real testament to her vocals and also the track and the album itself that you can immediately feel that as your impression without having to be told it i feel the same way for the for the piano in that in that track actually that piano really reflects reflects that joyousness i think it it mirrors those vocals and i think the vocals are the forefront of the track and they're, they're the best thing about it but yeah that piano is just it's so feel good and just fun yeah it has almost like a tack piano type feel to it it's very clacky isn't it which I think, yeah, works really well in the mix. And I feel like we've talked a lot about kind of the themes and the lyrics, but we haven't maybe talked as much as I might like to about the actual music here, where, like, on that final track, Be Your Lady, it it flicks between, like, techno sounds, kind of this maximalist, huge hip-hop, and then at times it's, like, this slow ballad, and it, it just kind of flips between them, and it's... Uh, it, in theory, it's all over the place, but it just flows so well from it, from everything else. Yeah, this one really caught me off guard. It, it was that romantic ballad at the beginning. It's like, oh, okay, I, I've heard albums end like this before. But then, yeah, it's just like this big driving, big bass thing come in, um, which really disturbs the sound. And then later on, it feels like that ballad's coming in again, which it kind of does, but it it has that, it brings that, basiness with it which i found really interesting and the mix of those two yeah no i thought this was a really interesting track it definitely threw me when i was listening to it i was like oh lovely nice ballad and then i was like oh wait (laughs) i've been played um (laughs) but it it does work so well i think because although like you said will it does have that kind of myriad of influences and tones which shouldn't on paper go together it does like you said and I think that's partly because those sounds have we've heard them before on the album in different places so when they come together on this track it doesn't feel quite as messy as it perhaps would elsewhere um I also really liked it following holy moly where you get kind of that in holy moly you get that kind of a track that's full of voices and then you you transition from that into the kind of the ballad sound that opens be your lady and i was like oh that's okay it kind of felt like a like a real switch up um in terms of like the texture and the volume but then obviously be your lady then suddenly brings in that volume again and that energy and you're, you're kind of sat there thinking, oh, no, you did know what you were doing all along. I just, you know, needed to trust you. So I thought, yeah, it kind of, it definitely surprised me. But when I kind of re-listened, especially, I was like, oh, no, it was all, it was always there. They were foreshadowing and then culminated in this really kind of incredible track. Right. 
let's wrap up our review by ranking the album. The rankings currently stand as at number one, White Reaper with Asking for a Ride. Number two, Complete Mountain Almanac with Complete Mountain Almanac. Number three, Fireworks with Higher Lonely Power. And at number four, Ryoichi Sakamoto with 12. Where do we want to put Heavy Heavy by Young Fathers? Um, I think I'm going to get some disagreement on this, which is opinions. Um, but yeah, I this didn't feel as visceral for me. Um, I didn't have such a connection to it as the first, the albums in the first place, the second place. So I would actually put this at number three, even though it was such a fabulous album with a great theme. I would put this at number one. I, I think it deserves to be there for because of the music here, but also on a personal level, I feel like I haven't had this kind of emotional connection with an album for a while, and that might partly be because of my personal situation and kind of just being tired all of the time at the moment. And maybe the weather getting better has influenced that a bit. But yeah, th- this really struck me from first listen, and I've been listening to it almost every day for the last two weeks now and it still hits just as hard every time well i'm going to come in as completely the middle ground because i would place it second because i did really love it i think personally like my personal preference is just that i loved white reaper so much but i do think this album i I agree with what you said well it feels like this was something I needed because it's still freezing cold outside. Um, but the sun is coming out. I saw Daffodils the other day and the days are getting longer. And this album feels like a celebration of those kind of joys. But yeah, I would I would put it second. And that puts Heavy Heavy by Young Fathers in at number two. I felt like this could have been the um, Black Country New Road of this year. It's already been dethroned. Already. I'm sorry. That's all right. We've got so many albums to come. We do. Speaking of albums to come, let's get on to upcoming releases for this week. First up, Algiers are releasing a new album called Shook. I've never really been into Algiers, but I I know people get excited. I think Fantano likes them a lot, so maybe listen to that. Gorillaz are releasing their new album, Cracker Island. This is one I'm really excited for. I'm a bit confused about why is this not Song Machine Season 2? I guess because it doesn't have as many collaborators, but I don't know. It feels in the same vein. It's weird to have had the Season 1 suffix added on to Song Machine and then have this not to be that. I don't know. It's just a build. Next, Shame are releasing their new album, Food for Worms. I quite like Shame, not one of my favourite bands, but uh, if you like kind of post-punk, but more kind of straightforward, kind of grimy post-punk rather than the kind of madness of a band like Squid, this might be one for you. US Girls are releasing a new album called Bless This Mess. US Girls have released some pretty solid kind of indie rock records over the last few years. And finally... Neutral Milk Hotels, the collected works of Neutral Milk Hotels coming out. Because it, it's quite hard to find some of their stuff. I think it, more of it's on the streaming now than when I first got into the band, but getting some of that early stuff is quite hard. So if you're a fan of the band, maybe check that one out. That's it for upcoming release, and that's it for the show. Thank you for listening. Thank you, James and Elle, for joining me. Thank you for continuing to be silent. Thanks. Cheers. <laughs> if you'd like to hear more from us Thanks. throughout the week, you can follow us on Twitter at Unmuted Weekly. If you want to get in touch with us, you can drop us an email at unmutedunmastered at gmail.com. And if you want to hear more of the show, you should subscribe on your podcast service of choice, potentially turn on notifications, but you know you'll get a new episode every Monday anyway, so that's when to come back. I can now announce that the album for next week is... Raven by Kalela. I've just looked it up and it's an hour long. It's only half an hour or hour albums this year. No in between. <laughs>